Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And today we're going to talk about more TV show stuff today and more movie stuff today. But uh, before we do that, let's actually go into our question of the day for the Newsreel. And it's going to be, what is your favorite season of TV that was released in 2021? Because the year is ending Fortunately, unfortunately, I guess, for some people in some aspects, because it was a bit rough uh, for the movie's season, especially in the first half, I would say. Right, Ken? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we were just talking offline how uh, for the first half of the uh, of the year, I was like, oh, my goodness, is Wrath of Man going to be the, uh, the best movie of the year? Yeah. It would have been really sad <laughs> if it was. It's like that and Mortal Kombat <laughs> would, would be like in the worst worst um movie category for sure so mm-hmm. i was like let's get into 2022 with um maverick <laughs> or something probably what batman or maybe morbius we'll see if it's in yeah i feel like morbius is gonna go in my worst column already right. i could feel it man i don't know i'm not i'm not <laughs> i'm not banking on that movie right now <laughs> shoot yeah i'm not really holding my breath but Hopefully, Sony can kind of carry the momentum, uh, but we'll see. <laughs> anyway, what was your favorite season of TV in 2021? Since, you know, we talk about TV uh, TV shows on this show where we don't get to really talk about that on the weekly reel. So I'm kind of curious. Yeah, well, again, um, well, for me, TV is my specialty. Um, you know, I mean, we've covered a lot of, I guess, MCU lately uh, <laughs> i mean we've had like uh what a couple of our mc rewatches um and obviously you know with disney plus launching a couple years ago uh marvel studios wanted to incorporate uh, a lot of uh oh they wanted to incorporate disney plus shows so that you know it would expand the uh the mcu uh, that much more so i mean i was really tempted to you know pick from you know either wandavision or maybe even Hawkeye that just came out or mm-hmm. Loki. Uh, but I decided to go in a different route. I know that there was, uh, I guess, a huge phenomenon in what Squid Game. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. I that was tempted to pick that. But also, you know, me, well, we've ta- I've talked about it uh, probably on the newsreel multiple times, like literally a lot. Ted Lasso, Succession. Mm-hmm. Those are like my two favorite shows. You would think that I would pick out of those. But I didn't. My winner for favorite season of TV that was released in 2021 is, and I think I mentioned it a little bit before, Mayor of Easttown. Ooh, okay. Yeah, dude, that um, that miniseries is so good. Uh, I just kind of went back and I had to, you know, do a little bit of cheating and had to kind of look at everyone's list to, you know, just as a reminder of what I actually watched over the uh over the last year. But when I saw Mayor of Easttown getting mentioned uh in, you know, a few lists or whatever for the for 2021, I was like, yes. I just remembered how really good Kate Wins- Kate Winslet was um in the show. I felt like a lot even like the side characters were so well done, well developed. They were all unique. They had their own personalities. It was good. And it's like a sh- it's like a, a a necessity when you're trying to 
come up with a story of like, oh, who done it? You know, mm. that whole thing, that whole mystery. And it just kept going. It, it did the whole TV thing where it set up like the next episode, set up good cliffhangers. It wasn't overly like obvious and done. And you know what? By the end, I still couldn't figure out <laughs> how the show was going to end. So the end, the whole end game where, where I just completely guessed wrong uh, just had me going. So Mayor of Easttown, um, I don't think you've watched it yet. If you get a chance to, I highly recommend it. It's my favorite show of the year. Where is it streaming? Is it on HBO? HBO Max. Still, not, Still sponsored. not sponsored. All right, man. Because I remember you mentioned that earlier in the season. And yeah. I, it was a show that people are really raving about. I was like, oh, okay. Sounds pretty good. Uh, and, you know, offline we were talking about, like, have I actually been watching that many new seasons of TV? And honestly, I don't think I have been. Obviously not as much as you. But <laughs> it was because... Some of the TV shows I've mentioned, uh, either here or on the weekly reel, um, sometimes they're like older shows, like Bodyguard, for example, that came out in like 2018, but I really like that show. Uh-huh. I, I think I would have picked that, possibly. Um, but some some shows I've watched this year, um, well, like The Rookie, uh, what Invincible was another sh- sh- TV show, animated show that I was tempted to pick as well oh I, that was my guess of what you would pick actually i was thinking i was like "Ooh, is he gonna pick invincible i was almost gonna pick attack on uh, attack on titan season four or part one of season four but then again i was like eh, it's not my favorite season so i actually decided on the show that i keep raving about it's superman and lois <laughs> Oh yes, it was yeah. J- just okay. because be- because because mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna suck. <laughs> so I thought it was gonna suck so hard. Honestly, I was I was a disbeliever when the, they were saying, "Oh, we're gonna make this show. It's not gonna have Tom Welling. <laughs> it's gonna be a Superman show. He's gonna have kids, and it's called Superman and Lois." I'm like, "Okay, here we go. Superman's gonna be in the background. He's gonna just be." babysitting his kids not i guess not babysitting he's taking care of his kids mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh lois is off doing her own thing and superman's like gonna be all nerfed and underpowered but this show <laughs> it's especially it had big shoes to fill i'm literally wearing my smallville shirt right now <laughs> yes i can vouch for that he's got the uh no basically no flights uh, uh mantra that the show just adopted back in 01 <laughs> and i was like this he has some uh some tights to fill you know what i mean and uh-huh. so it's yeah i was like this show got superman right it's not the i don't think it's like the best show ever or anything and the season definitely um there's gonna be some filler when there's like 15 14 episodes i think something mm-hmm. like that it was kind of like a weird number honestly but um but the the episodes that they actually did Superman right, I was like, ooh, this is. I'm still so surprised because I think I thought it was gonna suck, and I'm pretty excited for uh, season two to come out in a couple of weeks. Well, I mean, that was the that was the question. It wasn't what's the best season of television that you watched or was released in 2021. It's what's your favorite, and I I could definitely see that, uh, and. I remember, obviously, you've mentioned it a few times in uh, in the in the weekly reel, like uh, during the ritual or whatever. 
And I, I don't remember if this was online or maybe even offline, uh, a conversation that we had. You mentioning that one of my favorite actresses, one of my hugest, mm. cr- uh, biggest crushes is actually on it. And ever since you mentioned that, I was like, ooh, okay, at least the show's now on my radar because Emmanuel Shariki's in it. And I was like, oh, dude, all right. And she gets a good amount of screen time because she plays Lana Lang. So, uh-huh. yeah, she. I think you got to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, you got to check mean, it out. I mean, Lana Lang's always been a favorite of mine, too, just the character <laughs> back in the Smallville days with, with Kristen Crook. So, yeah. Oh so God. it's like it's keeping the Lana Lang uh, legacy alive. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, dude, um, I, I definitely should uh, get that started for sure uh, because, I mean, I, I do dedicate a lot more of my time to watching TV, more more, uh, more so than I should with movies, especially since we do have a movie podcast. But, I mean, it's, it's where I gravitate. And so uh, speaking of television, again, since I'm the TV guy, uh, this week's TV topic is kind of a, a, a little bit of a no-brainer. I kind of wanted to actually truthfully uh, talk about it last week, but uh, I understand that, you know, like, you weren't able to watch the Hawkeye finale just mm-hmm. yet because we are recording this the Wednesday after it aired. And so I uh, just wanted to, I guess before we actually talk about Hawkeye, I just want to issue a spoiler warning that if you haven't watched the Hawkeye finale or just the show in general, we're, we are going to be watching, uh, we are going to be talking about spoilers. And so uh, definitely go see it now. It's on Disney plus and you know what? We're still not sponsored by them just yet. And so, here we go. Now that we got that out of the way, Jeremy, this week's TV topic is going to be an easy one. What were your thoughts on the Hawkeye finale? Um, did you think it was a good finale? A little bit disappointing? I just kind of want to throw that out there to kind of drive the conversation. I think for the most part, it was a satisfying conclusion for the most part. There were some elements that I did not like, and there were some mm-hmm. elements that I did like. I'll start off with the good stuff. Uh, okay. I did like the the bishop party, you know. Um, I liked the Hawkeyes f- fighting on the ice ice rink and all that stuff with all, all the arrows, all the, the trick, trick arrows. arrows. Yeah, 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 dude. It just and just the way it ends on the the Barton farmhouse and all that stuff, kind of calling back to the beginning okay. of Endgame. <laughs> oh yeah, they, yeah, the beginning of Endgame. Yeah, no, you're right. And so it's like, you know, the, all that stuff was good, but. Yeah, just the fact that Kingpin, they they showed him last week, or mm-hmm. the episode before, I should say. Yeah. And then we get into his character this week, and then we're done with him this week. It's like super quick. Yeah. It was not definitely not enough time for any development for this iteration, this version of the Kingpin to feel like he had a presence in the show. I felt like that was... The thing that was sorely missed in this show, it was kind of a big feeling that you were scared of. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. Just kind of just to uh, add to that, it, it's it's one of those things where it could have benefited from an extra couple of episodes. I think uh, we were talking about offline again. <laughs> yeah, we, we do talk offline, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, when, once I log off, don't talk to Ken anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking about how, like, sometimes these six-hour show or six-episode shows, I should say, feel rushed. And I felt like, just like you said, 
Uh, I completely agree where they um, they were talking about it, but I feel like anyone that's kind of jumping in and watching in uh, watching Hawkeye without actually watching the Netflix Daredevil show that we've been raving about, mm-hmm. they would have no idea that you know how menacing this character was over the life of that show and how good Vincent D'Onofrio was at portraying Wilson Fisk. And so, I mean, and I get, you know, I'll think of someone that's actual concrete, like that is a huge fan of Marvel and comic book uh, shows and, and, and movies. Our nephew, AJ, mm-hmm. he had never watched Netflix, the Netflix uh, series Daredevil until we actually basically made him. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. We didn't make him do anything. He actually, uh, we, we strongly suggested. Very strongly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if, I mean, if we actually had it, he probably would have been like, okay, who's this big dude uh, who's basically like a glorified henchman? That you That's know? true. Because the whole show was, in terms of the villain, was about Echo. And honestly, uh, Echo was an okay character, in my opinion. I don't know if I'm that interested in her for to warrant her own show. Mm. Like, in, at least what they did in this show. Maybe they'll completely change it around when once her show comes along. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was like, she seems like this very minor character that I don't know, like could carry her own show, at least from what, how she was written in the Hawkeye show. That's one thing that was another thing when she was versing Kazi in the season finale, I was like, I don't really care. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah. Like them two fighting. I'm like, I don't really care about these characters. I I agree and disagree with you. Uh, the disagree part, I'll get out of the way first, in that the very first introduction, episode mm. three, I think that was actually my favorite of of the season, surprisingly, because, you know, later episodes introduce reintroduce uh, Yelena, and you get their whole, like, you get her dynamic with uh, we, Kate Bishop and everything. That was, like, gold. Yep. And obviously interac- her interactions with Clint. But I do feel like my favorite episode was episode three. That was actually the Echo-centric kind of, like, backstory. And I felt mm. like it was really well done. I was like, man, this is, is Hawkeye going to be my favorite Disney Plus show? And at the time, I was like, dude, this is, I, I thought they were on a really good track because I really did feel bad for, you know, for her, like her upbringing. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's when they teased the whole uncle relationship <laughs> and everything and, you know, her relationship with her dad and how her dad was murdered by the Ronin character. But. After that episode, it was just like, oh, again, she was another glorified henchman, and yeah. I didn't really care for 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 her character or her storyline, just like you said. So that's where I kind of agree and disagree. Yeah, I can definitely see that because episode three was probably the best episode of the whole season. Uh, not saying that these last ones were bad, mm-hmm. but it definitely could have benefited from a couple more episodes. Or I, I, I'm surprised when episode four came around that they didn't show Kingpin then and there in episode four. They waited until episode five, but it was like he didn't even the have very a, end of episode the, five. the last shot of episode five. <laughs> so it he literally had no time to develop. 
and it was weird. He seemed like a different iteration of the character almost. Um, who knows? Maybe it's the same character, but more down the line. But I think was, it is. Because, it, I mean, you're thinking about it. Uh, that timeline was in 2024. Yeah. And I don't know if the, you know, the Netflix show is going to be officially canon or whatever. But what, the show started in, what, 2015? So 10 years or something? I don't know. And obviously, I've never... I haven't... I haven't seen Daredevil season three yet. I, I'm 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 working my way towards it, so I don't know actually how his storyline kind of wraps up in Ooh. season three. So, dang, I didn't. I this is news to me actually. I didn't know you didn't watch season three. Oh, yeah, you'll like uh, season three, man. That's why I'm I'm doing my rewatch. <laughs> uh, I'm doing season one, season two. I'll probably watch. I'll try to get through Defenders because I hear it's actually pretty short, and then yes. um, I'll, I'll go right into season three. So. That's what I'm working my way towards. Ooh, yeah. If you once you, yeah, definitely save season three for last. Mm-hmm. That will be it'll be a good, satisfying end to you know that era of Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, remind me to ask you something offline because it's not really related, but kind of related anyway. But oh, um, I'm curious. This is what I've been wondering for the, for the Hawkeye show. What do you, do you think any of this stuff will like carry into like the movies? Like maybe Yelena, I I feel like Yelena's like uh, a no brainer, but mm-hmm. especially Kate, the character of Kate Bishop, right? Well, with all these other Marvel shows like Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, we've seen these characters, Loki, even to an extent, this version, um, we've seen those characters uh, originate in the movies before. But uh, Yelena obviously was in Black Widow. Kate Bishop, though, was first introduced in this show. So how do you how do you think they're going to manage, um, or if they're actually going to carry like her character or like the Yelena dynamic with Hawkeye's um, in the move, future movies? Well, I mean, if you think about it, Phase Four has has really been, especially with like these new characters feel like phase four has been the passing of the torch like you know um phase you know mm-hmm. if you think about it it's, it's it basically started with uh falcon and winter soldier obviously and at the end of Endgame with um with steve passing on the torch to to sam he didn't want it you get the whole storyline there uh i mean then you get loki it's like oh we get these loki variants you know mm-hmm. again Again, possibly passing on the torch. Um, and then we get, uh, you know, obviously Clint and uh, Kate Bishop. And then, I mean, Spider-Man No Way Home. We'll see. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. what I'm kind of concerned with is that there are definitely going to be people that only follow the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, at the, like... I hope they're not. Marvel's not making the same mistake, almost like with Agents of Shield, saying that it's connected, but it doesn't really feel connected. Like how in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or at the end of Endgame, Sam accepts the shield, and then we find out that he didn't really fully accept the shield in the beginning of Falcon and Winter Soldier, but by the end, he actually does. So it's like he, you go through this journey, but then the the end point is the same in terms of like the, what the movies are. And that's kind of like the same thing with somewhat with WandaVision kind of, cause you know, vision's still supposed to be dead kind of. Mm. 
uh, Hawkeye, he's supposed to be with his family. Um, and Loki is just a variant with other, you know, that I think that's why he's getting a season two is because he's yeah. so, um, not connected. <laughs> to he's, the, yeah. He, I mean, cause, and it's like this whole thing now, especially with, with Kang being introduced, um, or he, he who remains, um, but with, with Black Widow also, I mean, with Yelena, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like she's basically going to be carrying the mantle there, even though. You know, obviously, we have mixed feelings about how Black Widow, the movie, kind of played out and everything. But I feel like Yelena can do a really good job of carrying that mantle of, you know, Black Widow, you know, uh, you know, carry on that legacy. And I feel like Kate Bishop would be able to do so. I don't know if uh, if they would, you know, introduce this, you know, right away. But I feel like eventually we'll probably see her in like young Avengers or something like that. Mm. Uh, last question I actually had though. Um, do you think Kingpin's dead? Um, well again, this is going to be spoilers, but, uh, after I saw what I saw, I was like, Oh, that's weird how they panned away. Mm-hmm. So I immediately went to Twitter and like, they posted like some comic, uh, comic book, mm-hmm. um, storylines. And I was like, Oh, it looks like this is where they're probably going to set up the echo TV show. So no, he's not. I hope not. Because if, if that was the end, cause he was really like, he, if it was Netflix <laughs> Kingpin, Kate Bishop probably would have been <laughs> dead. dead. Oh dude. I know <laughs> the way she popped up after like getting thrown around like a rag doll. And the fact that she like shot an arrow right through his chest, but then it didn't even phase him. That was pretty nuts. And it just took a freaking car running him over and finally slow him down. Yeah, just to slow him down. They got back up. So it's, I don't want him to be dead because then that means what happens to like Matt Murdock and Charlie Cox, mm. Daredevil. Yeah. Dude, if we can somehow get a season four or something, <laughs> that'd be so nuts. Imagine. That'd be crazy. Oh my goodness. It obviously wouldn't be like officially season four, but man, Daredevil in the MCU, Disney Plus show. Let's do this. Come on, Kevin Feige. (laughs) Imagine. Holy crap. Uh, We did mention, uh, we were talking about movies earlier, talking about how there was basically nothing this year, but there was, you know, a good amount of movies, uh, especially in the second half of the year. So... And here being the movie guy here on the newsreel, I did want to move in into our movie topic, which is basically what are your top top five movies of the year? And it's because, you know, it's the end of the year. We want, kind of want to celebrate 2021. Uh, and I want to know what basically crop, uh, cracked your top five. Okay. Okay. For me. My top five. Well, you know, I'll start with a couple of honorable mentions just to warm up a little bit because, I mean, I mentioned Wrath of Man <laughs> a little <laughs> bit earlier and how it was uh, uh, very sad that it was uh, like my favorite movie for the first half of the year. Uh, it did not crack my top five, but I did want to mention how um, how good it was, mm-hmm. how surprisingly good it was. Out of nowhere, it came in terms of the entertainment factor. And so... Um, Wrath of Man is definitely an honorable mention. Uh, my second honorable mention is Free Guy. Uh, mm. I I was surprised at uh, how the movie went. 
Uh, I won't give any spoilers here. Just go see it. It's probably streaming eventually somewhere, at least available for rent or to buy. But I, I was surprised at how how many uh, layers Free Guy had. So that's all I'll say about the movie. I was just like, wow, random emotions that I didn't think I would actually experience through this movie. Um, so I, I, that's why I wanted to kind of mention Free Guy. So those are my only two honorable mentions. Here's my top five. Uh, where should I go? One to five, five to one. Let's go five to one. Five to one. Okay. This one's going to piss you off. Uh-oh. Dune. <laughs> number five <laughs> okay fair <laughs> um i mean and then check out our dune episode just just because um i think it's a really good episode uh and uh it's probably gonna be on hbo max soon again um yeah, spoiler so. alert it's not in my top five <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'll see if, if you go to the you know our actual episode on dune you'll see why <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I I thought it was really well done. It was a um, a story that I, I had to you know admittedly watch it a couple times. I think if I would have gotten it right away, especially when I was in the theaters, I probably would have bumped it up a couple more notches, uh, where it'd be maybe top two or top three. But I, I knocked it down a couple of pegs just because um, it did take me me watching it on HBO Max with subs on to figure out what the storyline was. So. Dune at five. This uh, at number four may surprise you. Hmm. I think I talked about it on an episode of uh, on a regular episode, actually, maybe on the ritual. Luca. Hmm. I had to throw in a, a, an animated film, a, a, a Pixar movie, and I just thought it was such a good time watching this movie. And then again, Pixar always gets it done where it always makes me seem to want to maybe shed a couple tears. It didn't, but. Almost got there. And it was a really good movie. Number three, we talked about it earlier this season. No Time to Die. Mm. Um, dude, Bond uh, in, in an epic film. It was, and Daniel Craig's, I think my favorite, uh, Bond. I have, to, I have to put it at three. Number two, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Nice. At number two. And then uh, really no surprise. Number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. Ooh, yeah, definitely not a surprise. Still in theaters, not sponsored by Sony or Disney. Um, I know. <laughs> but uh, what does your top five look like? Uh, or, and honorable mentions, if you have any. For me, one of my honorable mentions, I would probably say, is one that we didn't talk about on the podcast, but I did mention it briefly. It's a Tick, Tick, Boom. It's a oh, musical yeah. movie with uh, yeah. Andrew Garfield. I really don't really enjoy musicals that much <laughs> honestly maybe because i don't watch that many but it, i just felt like it was a really good time to get like the energy going get the the happy happy uh, feels pretty much from that movie just because the energy of it it uh, it came at a right time of the year where it's like i just need something to uplift me so mm -hmm. that's it couldn't crap to talk uh my top five but uh, I'll just mention that briefly. My number five, though, is The Suicide Squad. <laughs> Not, oh, shoot. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> just because the fact that it was it was pretty early on, and I was like, I remember at work, I was just like, oh, there, there's a free advance screening. It's like, Ken, you want to go? <laughs> yeah. And that was, that was a, a good movie. That was a 
good experience also and i really enjoyed the movie so much so that i'm really looking forward to the peacemaker tv show oh yeah a couple more weeks a couple more weeks hbo no, max number four for me Zack snyder's justice league mm, it was a uh, very earlier in the year it's a long watch i ha- honestly haven't watched it since then but i remember really liking it mm-hmm. um probably watch it down the line again number three shang chi Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Go check out our episode on that. I really like that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, No Time to Die. I think just because okay. it's a good finale, a better finale to the Daniel Craig era than Spectre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get into detail on that episode. And so, yeah, definitely check that out. And then number one, no surprise, No Way Home. Mm, I, I, I'm... I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm kind of surprised that our top three is basically the same. It's just obviously in a different, or slightly different order. Yeah. Um, I will kind of go back to your honor, uh, your honorable mention, um, Tick, Tick, Boom. I keep wanting to watch it because I hear really good things about it. And, and I, in contrast to you, I guess appreciate musical type movies more than you do so if Mm. you're liking it and it's almost cracking your top five i don't know i I feel like if i watch (laughs) if i watch it before the end of the year it might actually crack my top five but uh we'll we'll see i should have watched it earlier (laughs) shoot yeah i would recommend it to you man for sure though uh but what movie oh sorry oh last thing on tick tick boom i mean i think Part of the reason why I wanted to actually jump uh, jump in on watching that movie is obviously from No Way Home. I mean, Andrew Garfield, just the way he, his charisma just played throughout that movie. And again, check out our No Way Home episode uh, for our thoughts on it. He was so good. Actually, I feel like he was my MVP of that movie. And it was I, I felt like he was so good in that. I actually recently watched Social Network again. No, I probably should have watched um, Tick Tick Boom <laughs> instead, but it was like in the uh, I woke up in like hella early in the morning and I was like, uh, I can't go back to sleep. Let me put something on uh, that's old mm. uh, that I you know if I fall asleep then then it's okay. I think that's the reason why I chose Social Network over Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, that's true. Like like I said, Tick Tick Boom has that energy about it. So if it's late at night, eh, unless you're planning on staying up, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Oh, no, this was early in the morning. Early I woke up morning. at 5 on a weekend. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. If you want to start singing in the early mornings. No, I, of the I, I really did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but... We are going to be closing it. We're, well, we've already talked about No Way Home as our final episode, for movies at least, of the year. Um, but next week is going to be the first movie that we're going to be talking about for 2022. And what is that movie, Ken? Yeah, so, well, Jeremy, back in 1999, we're, we were riveted by Neo's decision to choose between the red pill and the blue pill. And so this coming Monday, we jump right back into that reality as we talk about Matrix Resurrections. And so uh, Matrix Resurrections is currently out in theaters now, and it's also available to stream on HBO Max, the uh, the ad-free plan. I just want to, I completely forgot that HBO Max has 
different tiers. And mm. so it's only available on the ad-free plan, the most expensive one. So um, check it out. Yeah, because the Matrix, that's that's old. I felt like this whole year has been nostalgia with Spider-Man, with Halo, with mm-hmm. I forgot other stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bond. Matrix, Bond. It's yeah. like just too much stuff going on this year. And uh, to watch Matrix again it's it's a bit like it's just a dream like are you sure this is happening yeah and oh just one last thing i just wanted to remind uh everyone that the the whole trilogy leading up to resurrections is actually available on hbo max so if you want to do a a complete rewatch like i am i'm actually about halfway through my rewatch i finished reloaded the other day uh, i gotta watch revolutions before i get into resurrections I think I said that right, but yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I'm actually doing the rewatch. So definitely, if if you are one of those people that likes to do the same thing, definitely do so. HBO Max, ad-free plan. Not sponsored, though. But um, can if they want to follow us on the social media, see when that episode is going to come out or when the next episode of the Newsreel comes out, uh, where can they follow us? Uh, they could follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We usually keep those, uh, I guess accounts up to date and they could follow us both on there at weekly real yeah guys this is the close uh closing episode for the new year or before we get into the new year so thank you guys again for for listening to us here on the newsreel but also on the weekly reel uh it's been fun talking about all these new shows new movies it's just been a it's been a quite a ride <laughs> offline and online right ken yeah i know uh sometimes like the offline ones uh offline conversations is like dang i kind of wish we uh recorded some of these (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah guys thank you so much for listening uh next week hopefully we'll have more news for you and uh be looking forward to matrix resurrections and we'll see you next year on the real (laughs) 